Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. Jamal and I are back. Jamal, last time we talked, last episode, we were, t- we, we were just, just hinting around at how relationships are the most important thing that you have, and I wanted to go deeper. So yeah. can we continue that? Yeah, so I'll just, just to give everyone context, previews from last week's episode. Um, we We were talking about the importance of building a leadership team around you to create an even distribution of workload. And we talked about one of the barriers to that is leaders actually taking the time to build strong relationships with their leaders who are going to be leading the other leaders. We touched on Zach Wilson a little bit. Um, and, and if we held um, ourselves to the same standards that we held our sports players to, then we might be able to be a little more progressive in the development of leaders. Leadership is hard within itself, but we talked about one of the main barriers is um, building really dynamic great relationships with your people because you really can't coach hard or coach someone or give constructive feedback unless you have a a strong relationship with that person don what are your thoughts yeah i want to go in on this in the sense that um this (laughs) relationship management and developing those is one that you have to provide value first or it's a mutual benefit right out of the box um, I, 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 at some point early on when I started doing this podcast, um, our benefit was, is that we were asking sages, successful people to kind of breathe life into my students at the time. This is when I first kicked it off. Sometimes even the episodes were like the students were in the background. Um, so they wanted to get back. Right. So then that's how some of those relationships began, which I appreciate. Um, but I got to admit, there's a couple of times where I just want star chasing um, in the sense that I, I liked this person and I just wanted them as leverage um, that by name association, you were going to associate my classroom or my organization with that person. And it just that's just bad policy um, mm-hmm. because, number one, they saw through it. Of like, hey man, you just want me to be on your podcast to raise your numbers. And number two, a lot of times, like some of those people, like, and by the way, I'm I'm not asking people to go back in the background and see, try to figure out who I was just chasing. But you know, performance wise, like some of our best performing episodes were were with big names. It was just on you and I going deep, or we you know would have on a principal from Atlanta or something like that. So uh, like being able to provide mutual value first is the first and most important thing. So when we're talking about leadership teams, you know, even if you're not chasing down a big name, right? So you're trying to chase down a donor that is retired and, and, and has the money to donate, that that building those those teams that we were talking about, like there's a reason why I wanted you in my life and then vice versa. Since we were holding each other mutual accountable, we had different perspectives right. on things and that helped. So without a question, without a doubt, the relationships you build will make you. But if you're chasing them for uh, like just in it for you, they will break you. Right. So so let me just give clarity to our audience a little bit. Don is really speaking from the from the, the started up um, foundation uh, 
and what he does in a nonprofit realm because you definitely need outside relationships. I'm going to talk about, though, from an internal school leadership perspective. So one of the things that, that you mentioned is making sure that, like, I would phrase what you just said is doing the right things for the right reasons. I want you on my podcast or I want you I want you around me. I want you in my life because we can provide mutual benefit. One of the things that I want for every leader to consider is when you when you get into your organization um, or after you've been in your organization, having one on one conversations with your people quarterly. Um, especially when you first get there to establish their relationships, to understand, understand what they're thinking, what's going well, what can be, what can be improved upon. Um, And building those relationships has, has really been key for me. And I'll, and I'll say, you know, one of the things that I'm able to experience right now at my school is a majority, myself included, but a majority of my staff, we don't get the Sunday blues. Number one, um, we know that when we wake up, we're, we're coming in for each other and we'll cover for each other. We have every we have each other's back. One of the motto, our motto this year is work better together than anybody else. But I, I, I do know that um, prior to me getting in the seat or starting the school year, I made sure that I spoke to everybody on that campus one on one and really got their perspective and and just trying to understand where we are. But I also wanted to build relationships. I wanted them to know that my wife's name was Cynthia and that I have I have three kids that are, you know, you know, six, seven, and four right now. And, and in May they'll be five, six, and seven. I wanted to know about where they were, where they wanted to go. I wanted to know their hopes, their dreams. So that way when we're dealing with each other, it's going to help me um, more effectively communicate with you and then it's also going to allow me to add value to your life in ways that go beyond the scope and sequence of your roles and responsibilities don yeah that's good um and 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 to to backtrack on that those internal relationships you're talking about we'd said about a little bit about this last episode but like anybody can be on those teams regardless of status um, and, and then, yeah, going back to some of the things on, on, it's a little bit different for us is that, um, relationship development, um, has been so crucial, but also so, um, it's a little different. Like, uh, there's been some people that we look towards as mentors and we want to give them a stage to be able to talk to students. Um, you know, whether we have feature them in a video or they want to show up to an event and things of this nature. But again, some of the people that uh, are constantly wanting to be tracked down, they know that. So if, if, uh, if there's already a mutual benefit up front or they like, Hey, what you do for your students uh, sings to me, then, then it's, it's made a lot easier. Um, but it's just, it's amazing that um, how much I've learned being in the nonprofit space of how those people get fatigued. I mean, like every, and I'm not trying to make this nonprofit talk 101, but like, you know, some of the same people get hit up to be on boards or get hit up for donations and things of this nature. And if theirs is not a good relationship, 
and the relationship isn't built on, you know, because like I, I, I'll know in a heartbeat whether they resonate with our mission and vision. And if they don't, right. then it's, it's fine. I mean, I can still respect them as people, but um, developing a relationship built on the mission and vision is so important. And I also see that same thing of what you're talking about that, you know, your leadership teams within the school, it is built on the same mission and vision. Um, but, you know, as we talked about in the last episode, it, it can it can be not just your department and not just, you know, your your core curriculum. Right. And I think the one thing that we have to really just go back to is there's an absolute necessity for people. Uh, I was reading uh, the Toyota way and uh, the second edition. And in there, they talk about Elon Musk when he started Tesla and he um, he uh, wanted to have a lot of things be automated when building the the, the first few Tesla models. And I'm not yeah. familiar with all of the Tesla models. I just know that there's some really cool cars um, and that you can get a little tax break on them if, if, if you're, you know, within that tax bracket or whatever. Anyway, um, but uh, he he wanted to have machines do all of the work. And um, there was something that happened. The machines were not cutting it. And his team of people, they, they kind of stopped all of the production inside. They kind of put some tents outside. I believe it was like in some remote desert kind of like place. And they in the, in the humans, he says, started building these cars. And then, you know, uh, whatever they were trying to accomplish, they were able to accomplish it through the will of people, the, the will of humans. I'm saying humans because I, I want us to feel the, just the absolute necessity of people, right? But he, he then later tweeted something to the effect of humans are amazing, so, which, which goes to the point of no matter what we do, I don't care if you're at a school, I don't care how many computers you buy, I don't care how many automated programs you 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 can get. I don't care if you have iExcel, um, iReady, uh, Achieve 3000, whatever it is that you're trying to use, it's never going to replace people. We learned that in COVID when we when we tried to use people to teach through the, the medium of laptops or uh, virtual. Zoom has been a great thing for us and we've we've been able to leverage it, but people enhance all of those things. And you can, you can spend a lot of your time trying to build a lot of things, but if you're not taking the time to really build relationships with people, a lot of your structures are going to be in vain. Mm. Totally agree. <laughs> I like that at the end of like, is going to be in vain because people see through things and, um, doing it because you have to or going through the motions don't like yeah it, it's it's forced compliance and and building those relationships out of mutual benefit mutual mission and vision that's just another totally different story altogether um so i don't know like i just i i've i've had i, I think that's one one of the things that we hit on so much with our students and and then quite honestly like i almost do it sarcastically I talk about this in our curriculum um, I'll have the students sometimes fill in my my phrase. I'm like, it's not what you know. And then a lot of them are like, well, it's who you know. And and sometimes there's that eye roll of like, oh, yeah, well, people that, you know, it's unfair because some of the people know the right people. And I'm like, while that is true somewhat, 
it's it's so much easier to build a good solid network at your age because of your age. You know, I'm I'm constantly telling this to students of like if you're on a mission and 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 like people are inspired by it, they're coming to you because like like first of all, a lot of times successful people attract other successful people. So so a lot of times people are like, oh man, I was that way when I was 15 or 16 or whatever your age is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times if you're in high school, man, the your ability to inspire and develop relationships because you're up to something good is your unfair advantage. Use it, run with it. And and on the other hand, or actually I shouldn't say the other hand, on, on the same note, um, you reaching out to people that inspire you by you reaching back to them, like, hey man, you inspire me. Mm-hmm. Like I see what you're up to. That you and do not do not ask for stuff. But you know, scan your local news. Let me see what a NBC like heck for there's like four or five guests that we've had on here because I'm watching NBC's making a difference segment at the end of every newscast. And I'm like, hey man, I saw what you did for your son. You're inspiring me. Can I jump on the podcast with you and talk about it further? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I've I've been able to have some really unique relationships and friends because of that. Because in some ways I want to provide value to them. I'm like, could you share this with a bigger audience that develops? relationships right so i'm telling you any young person listening to this you have a much greater opportunity than jamal or i because of your age so when people are out there going well it's unfair i don't know these cool people oh my gosh you can especially if you go about it in a measured realistic way like oh i want to talk to i want to be able to meet lebron james man he's got People that block those, like, but, but, like, get with people that know him or it, like, work with him. Like, why do you want to work with, why do you want to meet LeBron? And then, and if the answer is to tell him he's awesome, yeah, he doesn't need that. But if you're saying, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to talk to LeBron, why? To understand his work ethic and how he developed. Okay, fine. There's some coaches in his life that are much more accessible. And if you if that's why you want to learn from him, not just shake his hand and tell him he's awesome, then you're going to find people that helped him develop as well. So, uh, like, I, I just I get really deeply passionate talking about building relationships. Because yeah. again, if you're out there wanting to get autograph seekers, yeah, man, it, like, good luck. You're everybody else. That's awesome, right? But if, but if you're developing it, because like I. Like, okay, case in point, I'm actually um, going to be going to a, a game with him here uh, soon, tonight, actually. One of the Colts players we've gotten involved with, is his name is Bobby Okereke. I have zero concern and I have zero interest in talking to him about football. I have a lot of interest in talking about his background and what he wants to do for students because that is what we've developed a relationship over. If he has a great game, I'll text him. Hey, man, great Broke up a pass the other day and won the game. Good for you. But I'm going to know this guy for the next 30 years because I like him as a person and what he wants to do for other people. That is different. I, I Go and get your autograph? No. Go out there and find people to inspire you and you want to learn from them, not just get autographs. I beat this dead horse. Sorry, Jamal. Go ahead. No, it's it's all good. And just, just to add to that, you'll never see a turtle sitting on the fence and it got there by itself. Um, <laughs> we there know. it is. <laughs> we haven't heard that one in a while. We haven't heard that one in a while. Go, go, go. We need 
people to get you to where you want to go. But I think um, just to put the same thing that you said another way is be authentic um, with who you are. And, yes. Yes. And don't don't try to have hidden agendas because the the people who are truly successful can see right through your hidden agenda. But not only that, um, be authentic, but add value first. Yeah. A, a lot of a lot of times you with people who've already have made it or where where you want to go at least, no matter where that is, if you don't have anything of value to provide in our society, um it, it's it's gonna be hard for you to really connect with people. Like, hey, here's what I'm trying to do. Here's some of the things that I've already done. How how can I improve on adding value to the lives of the people that I feel like I'm called to impact? And if you take that spirit right there, you'll get a lot more, you'll get a lot more help from people. Um, I know, I know um before I became a public school principal, a lot of I spent a lot of time in LinkedIn just reaching out to anyone who was yep. a superintendent. Yep. Um superintendent or principal i looked at the profile i saw that they just like you said saw that they were doing some 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 cool things i was like hey just want a minute of your time i have a few questions i want to ask you and it always was you know i have my few questions but if there's anything i can do to be of value to you please let me know because i want to support you the way that you've just supported me um because a lot of it is everything there's nothing new under the sun and just going to your point, if you're if you're young and you're listening to this or you're old and you're listening to this or you just want to move from one place to the next, there's already somebody who's doing a fantastic job. Yep. And it goes back to being authentic and having something of, of value to add to either that person or to the lives of the people that they are trying to impact and having those conversations. Some relationships last five minutes, some relationships last seven years. When I met Don, he was doing some some real cool things in my district. He was doing a PD. I said, I just want to, I want to connect with this guy. Can I, 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 like a, I don't know. I walked up to him and, and asked him for his phone number. Um, and we, 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 we become, we become friends. We, we pray together in the morning. Uh, uh, we add value to each other's lives. So these things um, will manifest themselves or materialize into something um beyond what we could sometimes even imagine because who who knew what seven eight years ago that we'd be doing this podcast together right uh, under these circumstances but it goes back to the basis of building relationships with the people that you work with and then the your relationships that are within with within a broader scope and sequence of so building a professional network of people that you can lean on and sharpen sharpen your iron on their iron with yeah for sure man I'm, I'm i'm going back and keeping mentally score on all the people you and i have been able to connect with because you were on your journey i was on my journey i like i two episodes ago i was talking about a guy that like had hard resets and you know he was giving me advice on things about being in the the you know ed ed speaker circuit and i should have given honor like it was kevin honeycutt uh, and, 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 and so when, when, he, when I was starting to do like pretty interesting things in the education space and he was like canvassing my name out there for summer conferences that might need a speaker. And, and I remember when you and I went to ASCD, 
Um, again, give them credit where credit's due. I remember Eric Schenninger coming up and was like, hey, man, uh, that's this is your buddy Jamal. Like, yes, it is. He's he's next. He's what's next. Like, it, like the, that kind of network was built out of trust and out of admiration. And uh, even when I first met you, I'm like, you're like, hey, man, I'm going to try these things in my classroom. Can I get your number so I can follow back up with you? The answer is, heck, yeah, you can. Uh, so I just... I love all those stories because I'm just I'm going through the mental Rolodex on where we are and why we're here. And it's always, always, always because we met an, a, an awesome lady, an awesome guy, and we we shared ideas and they have this mindset. I don't run it. I, I still there are some people in my life. I'm not going to lie that like, oh, I'm not going to tell you that because you might do it or run with it. Most people I know know that success is abundant. It's not going to take away like from you. Mm -hmm. successful i like it if it, god rest his soul i don't think anybody had a better work ethic than kobe it, when kobe was alive he could tell you exactly how he did it he doesn't feel threatened that you're going to be the next kobe because he knows you're going to have to work as hard as he does and that's okay building those relationships with people have that mindset is so important and life is just different now i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap by saying the downside of that is once you start making friends that know that you can they're inspiring you to push forward it's really hard to be around people that are energy sucks <laughs> it's really hard to be around people that are constantly blaming others even when there's valid reason even when like conditions but i'm telling you that's the only downside about building relationships with people that want to do you're eventually going to have to spend some time with people that are energy sucks. At some point, but not always. You you still control that. <laughs> well, and hopefully, best case scenario, they're inspired by you and they start wanting to be energy providers, not just, you know, energy thieves. So, Can I, anyway. I'll say, I'll say this is my final thought. Everyone doesn't deserve your energy. Yeah. Everyone doesn't deserve time in your space and i think it's just as important as we reach to build the relationships and we are authentic with ourselves a part of being authentic with yourself is knowing the people that do not deserve your time and your energy and i think the people that um seemingly uh say no to our requests to connect with them have have narrowed it down to who they feel deserves their time and their energy and their effort. Here's the thing. Time is the only thing that we never get back. Yeah. The time that we spend together today will never get back tomorrow. It, it, it only moves forward and never goes back. It's like a spaceship, no rear view mirrors, just all forward. Right. So everybody doesn't deserve your time. So it's okay to not be around people. And even if I'm going to say, mm -hmm. this, even if those people are named mom, are named dad, brother, sister, cousin, mm. it's okay. Yeah. It's not that you don't love them and they don't deserve all your time. That goes right. for anybody on, on that spectrum. <laughs> if they suck your energy, protect yourself and your time because you never get it back. Yeah. If you're just listening to this two episodes ago, we had a little talk on setting boundaries and uh, good positive self-care. So double stamp that. That is something that we kind of covered, but yeah, setting parameters and setting boundaries and not letting everybody else dictate your time, ultra important. 
Well, hey, man, we're we're uh, sincerely glad to be back in the saddle a little bit more often again. Jamal's going to be starting a series here soon uh, with some of his leadership crew, so we're excited about that. But we always, as always, appreciate your feedback, and we grow because you recommend our show and share it with others. So a huge amount of appreciation on that. So Jamal Crook and Donald Wetrick reminding you those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.